Welcome to My Last Watch. My name is Keely. And this is Gun. Can you believe that this is our 21st episode? Wow, it's already been, we're already 21 episodes deep. That's pretty amazing. I know. Our podcast <laughs> is finally legal. Oh, is that what makes a podcast legal after you hit the 20 episode mark? I mean, I could buy a beer, so I would say so. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Wait, should we do some shots for this episode then? Like, I feel like since, you know... Ooh, what do you do when you're 21? What kind of shots? You do birthday sh- birthday cake shots? I know that's a thing. I don't know. I What's a birthday t- cake shot? It tastes horrible, but it's supposed to taste like a birthday cake. Or you also have a fireball. I think that's like, you know, if you turn 21, you kind of have to do fireball shots. So I think that's what we should do. Uh, that would <laughs> probably make for an interesting podcast, but I will pass Time out, y'all. Tonight. We're going to go buy some fireball. <laughs> We're going to do some shots and we'll re-record this episode and we'll see how good we are. <laughs> Actually, this is the second time that I've tried to record this episode. So, last week, our schedules were just hectic, they were mismatched, and we couldn't find a time to record. I don't know this if this is TMI. I was also sick yeah. during this time. Gun was sick. Fortunately, it was not COVID. We yep, both we, got COVID we got tested. tested and came back negative. I actually had recorded this episode solo because I, I felt like... There was enough content from episode 20, and I just had a lot of questions about episode 20 that I wanted to reflect on. Okay, so you decided to go solo without me. Are you going to, like, once this gets big, are you going to leave me? Or, like, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit worried. Well, I thought I was taking <laughs> one for the team personally because you were not in great shape to record. True. Like I said, our schedules were just mismatched. So I recorded the episode, which was a bit awkward, just talking to myself for 30 minutes. Yeah, it was awkward. And I listened back to some of it and it just did not feel right without you there. So luckily I have my partner back. I was worried that you would do your own episode and it would blow up and you would leave me. Like uh, call her daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad you don't leave me (laughs) for greener pastures. (laughs) So as the editor of My Last Watch... I listen to the show a lot, as you know. Yes, this is true. I have to listen back, figure out what to keep, what to cut off. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we're talking and recording during the podcast, I'm paying attention to what you're saying, but it doesn't fully hit me until I'm listening to the podcast again. This past time when I was trying to edit episode 20, there were a lot more moments that I was listening back to and I was like, huh. That's interesting. Because there are moments Mm -hmm. where I speak to the mic, and even when I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, I should reel it back. Like last episode when I was telling you I don't need as many watches, and then you're asking me for how many watches would be ideal. I had to reel myself back. I almost spit out a number, and that would have been the worst mistake of my life. But yes, on the mic, there are things that I say, and even I question what I've said afterwards. I think that's natural. There's been times where I've done that too, where I've said something and then I'm like, wait, why did I say that? Or like, (laughs) that definitely wasn't right. But anyways, like I said, this past time, there was just several moments where I was like, huh, I have my own opinions about that, or I should probably ask Gunn about this. So follow-up questions. Is this episode more like follow-up questions? Follow-up questions. Okay. Exactly. There's some clips that I've selected that I wanted us to talk about. 
But I also want everyone to know I was coming off from like this high from the Alaska trip where I caught so much salmon and I was in my element, like in nature and mother's nature's hands. So I think after returning from this trip and recording an episode, I could have been riding that high. Well, nothing you said was like super controversial or anything like that. It's just now that you're going to question me from this previous episode, I just want to lay the foundation and let you know. I'll admit that when I was recording this solo, I felt a little bit guilty because you weren't going to be here to defend yourself. Yes. With that being said, (laughs) I know your face looked a little bit funny. (laughs) You don't need to defend yourself here. I feel like I do, though. (laughs) This is just a conversation. And I don't want it to feel like I'm attacking you because that is not my intention. What I'm trying to do is just kind of understand your points of view because I'm not a watch collector and there's nothing that I collect that's comparable to this hobby. Yes. Okay. So I'm I'm coming at this conversation from a stance of just trying to understand. So I just want to say that before we begin. I, I feel like you're trying you. to hold me accountable for the things I say on this podcast as a watch collector. That's what I'm worried about, that I'm going to spit something out. Like say, I only need five watches in my collection, for example. And then you'd be like, all right, now moving forward, you only need five. So you need to either downsize. No. And so I don't want to be held accountable <laughs> for the things I say on this podcast. Okay, okay. Um, no, this conversation really isn't an accountability thing. There's some things that were mentioned and I just had more questions or just kind of wanted to share my perspective. All right, so I can let my guard down? Yeah, you can okay, let your guard right, down. This right. isn't anything to stress over. Okay. All right. The first time that I was listening to this episode, there was a word that kept popping up. And you know how sometimes when someone says a word, you're like, huh, I don't know if they know what that word means Mm -hmm. because it seems like it's being used incorrectly. Mm -hmm. But you were saying this word so much that I began to question myself. Like maybe I don't know what this word means. And so I'm going to roll the clip and see if people can pick up on what word I'm referring to. This is the first clip. What kind of function does it bring to my collection? Well, I mean, I'm sure... No, no, no. I mean, if they don't really bring me a function, then I won't collect it. But I'm sure a Ming watch can bring me some sort of function into my life. Okay, so that was the first clip. Okay. Do you know what word I'm talking about? Function. Correct. So when I think of function, I think of what is an item made to do. Some quick examples. A shovel. Its function is to dig a hole. Umbrella. Its function is to protect yourself from rain. Sunglasses. Protect your eyes from the sun. And so to me, a watch's function is to tell time. Like that's really its sole thing that it was made to do Mm -hmm. is tell time. Yeah. And so when you kept saying function, I began to question like, maybe I don't know what function means because you had kept saying like, I'm going to bring watches into my collection that serve a different function. And in my mind, I'm just like, well, all watches have the same function. So then I was curious and I looked up dictionary.com. What is function? The purpose for which something is designed or exists role. When we dropped our last episode, There's a comment on our Instagram from Match Filter, which read, Great episode. For me, for a watch to stay in my collection, I would say it has to have a purpose 
rather than a function, even if that purpose is making me feel a certain way when I'm wearing it. I think that was exactly what I was going for. I just I used so function rather than purpose. From that Alaskan trip, I kind of felt like each watch needs to bring a function, but I think purpose is the more accurate word that I was trying to use. It needs to bring a purpose into my life. I agree. Yeah. Because the way you're using it, I was like, does he mean maybe the watch has to have a special meaning or it has to have some sort of mm-hmm. newness yeah. that's being brought into the collection? I think that's exactly what I was trying to go for. I just didn't find the correct word. But then even with the definition of function, though, it's bringing a purpose. Didn't you read? Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I just, I think when I think of function, mm-hmm. like I saying, I'm thinking more of mechanical, yeah. What is XYZ made to do? Then also in the watch community, I think when you say function, it's like, is it a diver? Is it a chronograph? Mm -hmm. You know, all these, is it a split second watch? So I do think, yeah, purpose should have been the accurate word. So thank you, matched filter. I think that's what I was going for. That wasn't too bad, right? Mm -hmm. Not too harsh. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm still standing up. Yeah. Okay. I'm not knocked down yet. No TKO. All right. Should we move on to the next clip then? (laughs) (laughs) Is this awkward for you? It is a little bit awkward yeah. for me. You know, yeah. Uh, it would be awkward for me as well if you uh, <laughs> pulled back yeah. <laughs> different things that I said on this podcast or in general and pick them apart. But again, just coming from a place of Where's love. my fireball at, though? I need some fireball shots, yo. <laughs> okay, here is clip number two. But there's so many watches that I've collected where it was more so the focus was being an heirloom piece. And I had that sentimental, like romanticized feelings or attachments towards a watch. And that, I think, made me purchase a lot of these watches during the pandemic. I would say more than half of my watches don't have that function to it, where I just have it in my collection that I hope to pass down as an heirloom piece. For this, I just wanted to clarify So do you go into buying a watch thinking about this is something that I want to pass down to my future children? Yes, that's always. Really? Yeah, yeah. I have a romanticized notion of watch collecting. And that's why I collect vintage watches because they've been well taken care of by previous generations that have been very well maintained and loved. And so when I purchase vintage watches is because of that romanticized notion of vintage watches that I attach to this hobby. The reason why I was scratching my head with that clip is just because me personally, I have never, I don't want to say never, Mm -hmm. but it's very rare that I go in to making a purchase and I'm thinking, I want to pass this down to my kids that don't exist yet because we do not have kids. <laughs> yes, we do so not have any that's kids That's why I'm yet. like, okay, gone, really. When you go make a watch purchase, you're thinking, I'm passing this down to Gun Jr. Yeah, if it was just for me, i just purchase modern watches. I mean, if it, you, you do, know. I mean, you, do, you purchase. Like, yeah, but in my collection, I'd say 80% is vintage. But like when I look at objects that I want, that I lust for, it's not like a brand new object. It's like the three things that I want, or I have a few things that I've been lusting over that I don't have right now. And those are all things that belong to my dad. So my dad is an Air Force pilot in uh, Korea. He drove uh, F-16s fighter jets for about 30 plus years. So all pilots have a leather jacket that they wear with their suit. And that has been hands down my favorite item that I've 
always long for and I always ask him for that item. I think it would make sense if, you know, maybe there's an item that I purchased without thinking about my future children, but over time that item has become more meaningful to me. And then maybe at that point I'd be like, oh yeah, I want to pass this item down. But I I just don't think for me personally, from the get-go, I would seek out an item and be like, yep, that is for the kids. It's a significant, Um, yeah, it's a significant amount of money you're investing. mm -hmm. So I don't want it just for me. I hope that I can pass it down to future generations where it's like, yeah, for me, I probably wouldn't do it, but for my kids and myself included, I'm going to enjoy it too. But I hope my kids would enjoy it further down the road. I don't want this watch to go to some you know, person that I've never met before. But yes, I do romanticize my watches quite a bit. I think that leads nicely into this third clip. Ready for the last clip? Mm -hmm. Just because that emotional attachment is so much more intensified when like I, that tuna that I had during this trip, I will never look at that watch the same again, because I know that's the watch that I caught my first salmon with. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is something that you've mentioned a couple of times where you tie watches to a special moment. Yep. In my defense, I think most watch collectors do the same thing. I just have a hard time understanding that. Hear me out. Okay. If the watch played a pivotal role in that memory, then I can understand how it would be tied to that moment. So as an example... Let's say you're a marathon runner, right? Mm -hmm. And you wore a certain watch and it was helping you keep pace of the marathon. Yeah. That to me, that makes sense that it would stand out as being a special watch because it was the watch that you wore maybe on your first marathon. Mm -hmm. Neither of us have run a marathon and neither Mm -hmm. of us can probably do that. Um, I could probably run a marathon, though. Um, I think you have to keep doing your Alaska workouts, maybe. But you see with what I yeah. mean. So no, like no, with, I the, with that example, right, the watch was an integral part of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, obviously we've gone on plenty of vacations. We've made memories. Mm-hmm. That sounded weird. <laughs> but there's never been a moment where I was like, dang, I could never throw away this shirt. Because this was the shirt where we ate really good oxtail. You know what I mean? That is true. There's just yeah, not yeah, moments no, where I'm true. like, man, I cannot get rid of this item because I had it with me when I was doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So, Unless like that item is what got you into the restaurant because you're wearing that <laughs> shirt and they're like, you can buy it past the line, get in the restaurant, eat now. Yeah. And this is a free bowl of oxtail soup for you. I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. So... When I hear you talk about like, ah, this watch, I wore it when we went to Hawaii. Like, it's so special to me. I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to be disrespectful, but I do just roll my eyes a little bit. And you're not the first person that I've heard mention having this sort of attachment and how watches bring it back, bring you back to this moment in time. Because, you know, I've watched some like YouTube videos of watch collectors. They say similar things. I mean, the biggest purpose or one of the most memorable moments for people with watches is their wedding. Like, what does the watch do for their wedding? Nothing. Maybe they got to their wedding on time, but everyone that's a watch collector has a story about the watch that they wore for their wedding. But even that I can understand more if there's a backstory. Like, maybe you purchased the watch specifically Mm -hmm. for the wedding. 
maybe that watch was handed down from your grandfather for the wedding. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But I mean, if you're just wearing a watch and you just so happen to be doing something special, but the watch did not play a big role in that story, mm-hmm. that's where I kind of just scratch my head. And there's nothing wrong with you feeling yeah. that way. I'm just sharing my perspective. But I think all watch collectors would agree with me that we have this sentimental attachment to this device, to this equipment, not because it actually served a purpose, but because at the time I was doing something, it happened to be on my wrist. It's like not everyone is lucky enough to buy a watch for this specific wedding or get handed down an heirloom piece. Mm-hmm. But the mo- the watch that you're wearing on your wedding day, it's always meaningful and you'll always remember that watch. Okay. Well that, I mean, I feel like the wedding day. No, is but, a that no but that has no, but that has no purpose, you know, but I think watch collectors are people that really enjoy attaching sentimental value to certain memories. It's like same thing. Like when I remember trips by food, I think, isn't that kind of similar? I'm actually glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. Because I I find it very different. Okay. Uh, The reason why is because the main purpose of of a lot of our trips is to eat. Like, that's the focal point of the whole vacation. So that makes sense to me that memories would be tied to food. It's a whole sensory experience. You're smelling, you're tasting. The focal point of most of our trips. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. But I have the watch on my wrist and it's beating away. So uh. I'm not able to <laughs> It's okay. You don't It's you don't. like we're one in heartbeat. That's what it is. As okay. it takes away it... <laughs> No, but no, no, I understand. No, no, I definitely understand your point as well. Mm-hmm. But I think people that collect watches it's very hard for you not to put any emotional attachment and be a watch collector. I think you have to romanticize. Lots of eye rolls from me this episode. <laughs> but hey, I'm actually really curious what other watch collectors think. If y'all can relate to gun point, guns but points then, wait, 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 hands out. But, but wait, yeah. wait, time out. While I was fishing, this was a very... In- oh, it was the an watch intro- help? integral part of yeah the fishing yeah yeah yeah. because if i wouldn't have known the time i wouldn't have known when to like head back from the boat or you know different things it's like oh it's 5 30 now i need to head back to shore i feel like you're retrospectively trying to add meaning to the watch but how are you going to go fishing without a watch though like who does that (laughs) yeah that's I feel like a lot of people do no, that. No, no, you don't need to keep track <laughs> you of time. You're just trying to catch the fish. Well, you need to know when to head back to shore. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Gun, you've been fishing seriously I'm a fisherman. once. once I'm, a, I'm, a fisherman a fisherman. Now. Okay. I'm a fisherman <laughs> well, now. I'm an outdoorsman now. After my Alaska trip. And I should be labeled an outdoorsman now. <laughs> I think you have to wear more plaid to label yourself an outdoorsman. That is something I don't have in my collection. So, plaid, I should probably plaid and a beanie. Anyway, very curious what our listeners think, if folks can relate to what Gunn is saying, which uh, I'm going to assume they can. And why do I, you, okay, let's ask the other watch, let's ask the watch community, why Why do you collect watches? Sure. Why do you collect watches? Yeah. I think maybe um, partners of watch collectors could understand where I'm coming from. No, I'm sure relate. they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Okay. All right. Well, we are wrapping up on a recording time. Before we leave, though, we have to place our bets for football this week. Last week, we both made it through. So the Browns ended up beating the Bears. Good job, Baker Mayfield. Who did you you bet on the, on, on the Titans? Yeah, I bet on the Titans. They beat the Colts. Yep. 
And this week, we're actually both thinking of picking the same team, but I don't think we should actually do that. Yeah, I agree. I know I said in an early episode that's okay, but it's just not as fun yeah, as we're both. Yeah, I agree. So here's here's what we can do. No, I'll let you pick first and I'll choose. I'm, I'm well, that confident. <laughs> well, I was going to say we could do a, a coin flip to see who gets to, to pick first. No, no, no. You can pick first. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because my pick has changed oh, from what we were case, discussing okay. last night. So do you want to stick to that or should we flip yeah, the Yeah, I'm point? sticking to your original pick then. My, or, yeah. Okay. This week, I'm going with the Titans. They are playing the Jets. Jets are 0-3. Titans have been looking pretty solid. So I am locking in my pick. My pick is in. I'm riding with the Bills. Bills Mafia, yo. The nice thing about this challenge is it keeps us engaged even when the Seahawks aren't doing well. Seahawks have been pretty bad the past couple of games. Yeah, Seahawks have been pretty bad the past couple of games. It's sickening how bad we've, we were this past week. Hopefully they turn things around next week. Uh, Pete Carroll, step up your game, bro. Like Step up or step down. I like that. <laughs> Pete Carroll, step up. Or step down, says Kaylee. I'm well. I'm not saying that that's what I feel. I'm wait, just, wait, wait, wait. I'm just. Wait. Qu- I I don't know. Well, I'm Gunn says quoting. step up okay. or step down. P. Carroll, there come on, go. PC. You got to, dude. You're killing us right now. We have the talent on the team. You're just not utilizing these the talents that we have. Before Gunn gets too riled <laughs> yeah. up, I think we better sign off. And do we still trust in Russ? In, in Russ, Russ, we trust. trust. Okay, yes. in Russ, we trust. But it's Ken Norton that has to go along with Pete Carroll. Ken Norton, I don't even know how okay, he's... Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay I'll, let's, stop. I'll stop. Let's, let's stop there. <laughs> Can we have an entire episode just on the Seahawks and what needs to happen? I don't know if that's, I mean... Something that our viewers want to listen to. I'm not sure. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our 21st legal episode. Still, go Hawks. We'll see you next episode. Bye. If you're enjoying My Last Watch so far, please give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It really goes a long way to help get the word out on the show. Thanks so much.